This sports arena is Extreme Rewind, your weekly look into the world of extremes. We look at ECW Hardcore TV from episode one all the way to four of every pay-per-view special and now ECW on TNN in between. you got myself, Paul, and I'm joined as always by Jay. What's happening, Jay? We are counting down to not Taboo Tuesday, but Cyber Slam. Um, it's getting close. Can you feel it? It's, it's, it's almost here. Cyber Slam, this was never like shown on the internet, was it? No, it's not a pay-per-view. Yeah, no, but in the sense that like it's very much... Oh, no, I mean, 2000, the idea of streaming stuff was... Yeah, but I feel like there was something, I feel like the audio was streamed. <laughs> no, <laughs> Just, just Louis dangerously actually hanging his phone by the ringside. No, I felt like I don't know what it was. I felt like the the comment was almost like yeah, something was. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was just a name. But it just seems a show that was before its time, but really just wasn't. It was actually, I mean, we've, we've been watching Cyber Slam since what ninety six may have been the first one. <laughs> exactly. So it's you know, it's been really yeah, nineteen ninety really six. Do you remember what the, the then, main event for 1996 Cyber Slam was? Of course I do. No. Raven versus the Sandman for the ECW World Heavyweight Championship. Strangely, the same of... No, it's not the same main event this year. Although they are still in the company, or back in the company. But I might be talking about Raven at the end of the event. Who knows? Cyber Slam 97 was over two nights. There you go. What else was also RV2 nights? This week's ECW? ECW, TNN and Hardcore TV over two nights. Um, this week we're looking at episode 35 of ECW TNN, April 21st, 2000. And on night two, Hardcore TV, episode 365, April 22nd, 2000. Boosh. Less than 40 episodes. I know. Strangeness. It's it's just getting backwards this time. It is, and to others who are just starting the journey, good luck. You got some weird shit coming up. <laughs> you got some amazing stuff. stuff coming up, but you got yeah, some. It's, it's shit right. Up. You'll love it. It's, it's good. Um, yeah, I guess we need to kick it off. ECW TNN episode thirty-five, April twenty-first, two thousand. The show starts off with the Sinister Minister promo. Um, talks about a strange week, how a WCW wrestler losing a belt to a WWF wrestler thanks to an ECW wrestler in an ECW ring. And you think, yeah. And that's, and then, it's kind of weird because it's like a, like a week later and I don't want to say it feels forgotten, but it's just sort of not really... I mean, they didn't even really show the footage or anything. They're, they're obviously still in a little bit of shock about it. Um, uh, they don't feel like they've kind of got their head around how this works and, and how it's going to move forward. Um, and yeah, I mean, you know, they're, they're, they're desperately trying to make lemonade out of lemons in, you know, 
hey, you know, it, it, look at look at the buzz over here from us getting fucked over by this. This this is cool. We we get to do something edgy from us getting fucked over like this. I mean, I I do think like. They they tried to use the WWF to help them bail out with Taz, but I don't think they really thought of the whole plan because WWF really gave them fuck all back. Yeah, I mean it should have been. I mean, obviously, like reshooting the angle. The ideal situation would have been like Mike Awesome's got the belt. Like, fuck it. Who's going to come take the belt off him? Taz music hits. Taz, he doesn't work here. What's he doing with the belt? And then it's whole like, they almost act like they're going to invade Raw to get their belt back. And they could have shot an angle where someone come out on Raw and attack Taz. And... Do you know what I mean? They could have done something yeah. to act like, no, we're not having any, all these feds are trying to get our belt because it's the hottest heavyweight title in the industry. You know, there's a way to make it. Or if you're just looking to 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 embarrass, you know, Taz can can come out and, you know, hit some suplexes and and you know, Tommy Dreamer pins him, or or Just Incredible pins him, or Raven pins him, or whoever, um, you know, and and Taz is with the assist, and you know, and he a, a WWE contracted wrestler has beaten up a WCW contracted wrestler in an ECW ring in our heavyweight championship match. It's kind of the same. You just don't have to to have your champion jobbing on SmackDown. That's it. So obviously Triple H beat him on SmackDown clean and obviously beat up Triple H when he came in for the assist. It's all just a bit like, I think they were sold a dream here yeah, because they just didn't really get anything from it. No. They, made, they made the headlines for a, a bit. It was, it was the talk of the town. They didn't actually benefit. You know, and that, that's the sort of sad sort of sad bit for them. They deserved a bit more, I felt. Yeah. You know, like I said, there's ways they could have had even just an outside footage of security not letting ECW in and then trying to break into the Raw arena. But Raw didn't actually even show it. So it didn't affect Raw if they didn't want to be like that. I mean, there's ways to do it. We could have benefited both. You know, there wasn't no promos from Taz so far. Just real like, So, um, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, it's just, it's really booking. You can't change, but I just just feel like they were were set up a bit. No. And, and, you know, to my point last week as well, if you have got an idea of kind of where you're going with this, even if it's half an idea, why aren't you dropping the tag titles clean rather than kind of disrupting every championship now that you're, 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 you know, disrupting championships? This is it. I mean, the, the ripples... Obviously, we'll get to it next week. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's years ago, so people were probably fully aware of the how it affects the impact players and stuff like that. But it's just the, the ripples of this doing it is you've got, within the spaces of a week, you've got the, East, the heavyweight title 
is basically just shoved around through WCW to WWE to, you know, yep, ECW and then jumped again. The tag team titles are going to be thrown down. The TV title was advertised as getting thrown down and handed over. Yep, after being made vacant. Yeah, after you know, after after you've just done a tournament for it. This is the thing, and it's just sort of like I know that everything's like separate, and it does sort of work, but it's just there's no you have it in one title, but you know, just the way it's unfolded is really unfortunate because now every title's just getting thrown around. Yeah, after you've had people like RVD hold it for two. No, nearly two years and make it seem so legit and twenty two months. Yeah, it's like the hardest title to get hold of. And you know, the, the the tag team titles, you know, get in like blood wars with like the Dudleys and the gangsters and the eliminators and all this. If you're going through flaming tables trying to get a chance of holding it just one time and people just throw it down. I get it, but you could have just held both. You could have just had both titles. Would <laughs> make a fucking bit of difference. But um, yeah, no, it's, it's weird. I mean, it, it's good. It leads to a, a good run, and there is there's a good bit coming because it's, you know the young talent starts to come through, and obviously we do get the the, the Incredibles and a Dreamer again, and Carinos and. Obviously, the rhino. There's a, there's a surgeons, and it is. It's good. It's just unfortunate with timing, but um, yeah, I don't know. I I just felt like with the whole Fed thing, they they were. Put, I mean, they were put in a really shitty situation because it literally happened. Looks like it happened within like a couple of days. Spell in it, and they didn't know how to react. They tried to do something to make to fuck WCW the most, and that was by having a a WWF guy kind of beat them, but. Really, was it the right move in long term? No, no, that's the. But I, I think it's wanted to do. Hard, isn't it? It's so hard to kind of, you know, where where they are and things. But we are, um, it it does it makes you scratch your head as to you know why other people weren't played in or or, or stuff. But. They just had a chance, didn't they? They had a, they had a chance to make someone something. But, um, yeah, anyway, so the show kicks off with Sinister Minister talking about that. We get a normal in-ring sort of, like, intro. Um, impact players come out. Joey sort of says the only reason they still have the belts is because of Dawn Marie. She keeps saving them. Um, Dawn Marie basically says she's not afraid of any woman in ECW. Jazz or anyone. This brings out Francine. Again, okay. Now I I I I adore our, you know, our wonderful Francine. I, I have, you know, adored her for a long, long time. Um, you know, especially when she is at her sassy best, because everyone knows I love sassy, but it's just She's she's lost a little bit now, and you know I know what comes next, and I'm hoping that kind of you know reinvigorates some of this. Um, but uh, you know the the spots are so bizarrely set up for her, um, and it's so 
weirdly inorganic compared to what it's meant to be. Um, you know, it, it just really doesn't hugely make a lot of sense how they're using her to transition. Um, uh, yeah, it's it, it's just a very odd odd bit. It is because uh, again, I don't think with things no long term thing with this Raven thing either. They're not planting seeds like she's she's fed up. They're not planting seeds like she's trying to encourage him to go after a world title or anything. Yeah, there, there's nothing. Like the whole thing was like she's proud about taking everyone to belts and all this, and it's just um, I don't know. Again, it's just it's again, just it's stalled. Probably... I mean, I mean, she's 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 getting mic time now. Um, yeah, but like I said, the whole thing seems stalled. I mean, it really. It really feels like at this point, like Paul Heyman is massively burnt out. Yeah. And very untrusting of a lot of wrestlers. Because, like I said, there's enough people. I mean, Mike Awesome with that belt, Sandman coming out, carrying the shit out of him, winning the belt, that place would have erupted. You know, Sam yeah. winning the belt would have done that because he is beloved. And then you could have transitioned, you know, into Sandman, maybe feuding with Rhino if you wanted to rush it or with whatever. And maybe hot shot the belt onto Rhino with the protection of the network. You could have got away with it. And then transitioning to RVD versus Rhino for the title. It was it was there. You've done the base work for it. Yeah, you know, it just—I just felt like it was, I don't know. Again, just going in circles and can't change it. But there's a, there's a lot of things in ECW where there's key moments where you just sort of just sit there and think, "Oh man, that was it." You, you fucking had it right there, you know. And it kind of just slipped a little bit. I mean, and it's it's funny because there are key moments we looked back on, and it was just. Lightning in a bottle. God damn, that was amazing. You know, just how that worked out was incredible. Um, and then, yeah, there's others that you kind of sit there going, I don't, I don't quite get why you, you missed so hard on this one. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, I think Sam wrote it with chat. Anyway, sorry. So Raven comes out to basically drag Francine away. Just incredible ends up attacking Raven. Um, and then we basically get an impromptu tag team title match, impact players with Raven, and what ends up being Mikey Whitbrick. Now, yes. I will preface this by saying I really enjoyed this match more than yes. than I really should have done. Um, I I enjoyed the the you know, I thought uh Mikey Whitbrick was was great with it. Um, I'm really enjoying his his emergence um, as the unholy altar boy. Um, you know, I, I, I think that's great. Um, and, and, you know, Love Raven, thought it was a good match. Um, I don't understand the logic of how we got here. No. I don't, I don't understand why Raven coming out to pull Francine away after what had happened, 
only for then credible to take a cheap shot only for then for this match to kick off and and you know Whipwreck get involved it doesn't actually make a lot of sense as to why why that's the way but yeah yeah no to be fair it's nice to see Raven and Mikey together and you do kind of sit there and you think there could have been something here there's, there's something in this whole sinister minister Mikey Raven the unholy alliance is it an alliance that's unholy is it an unholy alliance do you know what I mean they, they got a bit about them and it could have led yeah. to some great so obviously I don't know where it fades off and obviously to Jiri and that maybe maybe Raven leaving for WWE because that's not far away I, don't think. I mean it'll, it'll do it wouldn't it yeah I'm sure that can't be I mean if he's there for a few months there's not it can't be light years away but you would think that, I mean, you know, he, he could do something similar, not the same, obviously, but something similar to um, what he was doing with the Deadpool. Well, yeah. Not massively. An and, underrated uh, Raven team, in my estimation. Oh, they didn't have so much potential, but he was just done, wasn't he? Yeah. He was done with every step of the time, so he didn't really stand a chance. But yeah, that happened. Um, Impact players retained. Like I said, decent enough match. Nice match. Fresh match. Didn't yep. mind it. You know, it could have been a good thing. Cyrus in the ring. Um, basically, Dangerous Alliance are in there. New Dangerous Alliance. He's slagging them off. Turn them all to leave. Um, they do leave. He ends up calling out Scotty Anton getting all the free TV time. So... Before we get into to Scotty Anton, yeah, why why are the Dangerous Alliance in this segment? Just just to um, be belittled, I guess. I don't know. But this thing it's a it's a it's a heel belittling. You know, it's the heel and the the, the network, the the boss, um, belittling talent, and that's fine. You know, that's that's a staple. Why is he doing this to a heel tag team? Yeah. You know, why Why are you belittling them? I mean, have Doring and Roadkill out there. Makes perfect sense. Has Jazz out there with them. Makes perfect sense. You know, that you've got enough faces. You know, Nova and Chetty. Makes perfect sense. If you want to do this, you could do it with a face face talent and and it would be fine i don't understand why you are asking me to now sympathize with electra because she's a baddie but the even worse baddie is suggesting she's a prostitute and therefore must be not a baddie because he's the baddie and he doesn't like her so we must like her It's weird. I mean, yeah, like I said, it's a weird team to attack. And you could, I mean, you could do it a different way in the sense of you could just absolutely blow smoke up their ass. You could compliment them completely and, you know, pay them off to go away. You know, you could do a thousand things that keep them 
heel rather than, you know, all that. I mean, you know, Simon Diamond, we've not seen him since he left the ring um, when Awesome told him to. Because that's the heel thing. Get out of my ring. Okay. But yeah, it just I, I don't understand why the, the the Dangerous Alliance had to be, you know, Most verbally abused, this, yeah. verbally abused by the heel when setting this segment up. No, I mean, you're right. You know, you just are with it. But um, yeah, so basically, ended up calling out Scotty Anton because he's been getting. Sort of TV time, uh, TV time, and not making any money or something like that. Yes, that ends up him coming out. He's, and... he's not on the contract. He's not got a, a, a contract. Well, that's it. That's it. They're, they're watching people's contracts, wasn't it? Yeah. Like so someone's... after the, so this is after the the Mike Awesome thing. Yeah, really where he's managed to contract. wander off. He needs to make sure that everyone's under contract and therefore can't just wander off, and. In doing this, he's realised that Scotty Anton is on TV a lot and doesn't have a contract. Yeah, that's the baby. I knew there's a good logic behind this. So um, yeah, ends up with that. Ends up with basically Rhino attacking, and we sort of get an impromptu Rhino sort of Rhino Scotty Anton match, I guess. I guess it's yes. semi an official match, but yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, I mean, it, it's fine. It works. It basically ends with um, RVD running out after the match and sort of brawling until the locker room comes out. And sort of RVD's... Um, to be fair, he's looking in great shape. He, he, his leg looks like he's sort of fine now. As fine as fine can be. Yeah, I mean, it was very interesting because I can't suddenly made me think of the weird ending we had last week that yeah. I was expecting to pick back up and, and hasn't where we went off with those two face to face in the ring together. Yeah. And, and it was just faded and you know, nothing more was said. Um, so it's nice to actually see them get into it, but it, it it's the, the, the stop startness of it is, um, uh, Quite, quite strange. You know, and again, there's more to this segment, but we don't get it. We find out, obviously, on hardcore TV, there's more to this segment. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I just, I was just ragging on everything. But again, just stupid things. Like, just say that he talks tomorrow night on hardcore TV or something. I don't know why there's such a disconnect. But, um, yeah, that happens. And then we get a, an amazing main event that I loved, but also confused me all at the same time. <laughs> I don't know if you want to lead with this. And... Um, so we've got Steve Carino yeah. versus Tommy Dreamer. Yeah, in a extreme bull rope match. Um, 
Carino looks amazing. Absolutely amazing. Um, really has just, you know, through the, the, the roads influence and, and, you know, has just found himself. His physique looks incredible. Um, you know, he's, he's, the mannerisms are there, you know, absolutely incredible. Um, transformation of him. Um, waxing with the cowboy early on, you know, it cuts open the eye. Um, Dreamer starts fighting back. Jack Victory gets involved. So it's now a two-on-one match. Um, uh, being billed as, you know, the network versus, you know, TNN versus ECW. Um, yeah. And even went as far as saying TNN rather than the network. Also earlier on the show described uh, in their in their open um, uh, as part of that kind of monologue and, and rant told uh, told the, the the fans watching that uh, TNN's office was on wheels, um, which is again an interesting shot to take at your at your business partner and the people who are paying you to to be on their network. Um, uh, so Victory's getting involved and it's all looking bleak. But it's okay because the Sandman is coming to the ring slowly. Um, uh, so Sandman, it turns into Sandman and Dreamer versus Victory and Carino. Uh, that goes on for a while. Uh, and then Tajiri gets involved. Um, yeah. And again, turns the tide. And if only there was another ECW original, ECW hardcore legend who could come out and help but there isn't anyone um, because uh, Paul's Mahoney's on uh, uh, doing something with FMW and so-and-so somewhere and something, something. Um, but we have a surprise return. Do have a big return. This new Jack is back, baby. Um, so they continue to fight, and then uh, New Jack hits the 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 famous one eight seven chair shot, um, which I don't think he's ever hit before, um, or, or at least not had it called out and named as a finisher in a whole kind of dude. You you you've just had a leak on the brain. You can't keep throwing yourself off of high things, at least not for a minute. Uh, Slight adaptation, I think. Um, but yeah, he jumps off the chair with the top. He jumps off the top rope with the chair. Um, Carino is just absolutely crimson mask in in this. Um, lots of people are bleeding, but Carino is you know with his peroxide blonde hair now, just absolutely. It is pure. This the first, the first heavy Carino bleed. Yeah, I mean, I always assumed it was the first Dusty match. Yeah, that wasn't um, too bad, I don't think. Not no, he, it, he, he didn't. Not like, Jerry Lynn matches that sort of, like... Can't. Not enough to write die on people. No, it exactly wasn't enough to write an actual um, thing out. He, um, he's obviously, again, you know, been learning uh, a bit from the dream. Um, yep. In regards to you know aspirin before matches and where exactly to get yourself cut and you know because uh, yeah this is this is him like 
properly um yeah properly properly yeah no, so uh, there's, there's a lot of a lot of blood thing about these matches it's it's like it's so good it's just so unexpected but then again I don't know whether they were expecting um, a lot of eyes after maybe um, the whole awesome Taz thing yeah and maybe they thought well ratings went shot up last week because the people wanted to see everything that happened with the Taz and the awesome stuff. So let's try and give them an absolute crazy main event to show them what ECW is all about in the hope that they're coming back this week. It feels feasible, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that makes a lot of sense. Just a massively, massively sort of super stacked event, doesn't it? I mean, this show, um, it really did feel like it was a big guns show. You know, so many former champions on there, so many big main, you know, pretty much all of the the main names have been on this show. Um, It really felt like a stacked um, card from top to bottom, Um, you know. And I'm sure that rolls into the next time. And, and they're, they're building up that, you know, this is on the Friday, the Saturday is Cyberslam. Yeah, no, it's big. So that basically, that's how we end um, Hardcore TV. Um, apart from sort of personal gripes and all that, a really kind of quite stacked show again for the second week in a row. So last week, they had pretty much most titles on the line. And this week, again, sort of titles and a lot of big hitters. And fan favorites all sort of appearing. So you can tell that they're desperate. This is their flagship. And despite all their criticisms of TNN, they are pushing to try and get this noticed and have people notice and deliver on this. So there's a lot of nice stuff on there. Um, Next night, Hardcore TV, episode 365, April 22nd, 2000. Start off with the Scott the Anton Rhino segment that we just spoke about from the TNN. RVD in the ring, but this time RVD stays in the ring. We get a promo from him. And um, he's basically just, um, I don't say getting himself over, but he's just sort of reminding everyone at home and in the arena, just, you know, he's the whole fucking show and just how popular he is. And he's sort of bigging up the crowd and says he can't wait to come back here. And feels like RVD, can. you know, it's a lot of positivity and it's, um, it's good for him. Absolutely. It's, uh, it's, um, I mean, it, he, he says nothing new. He says nothing, you know, overly grabbing in that sense. Um, but as you said, you know, it's just a reminder of everything that's going on and everything that he, that we've been missing from him and, um, him wanted to come back and give us back to the, the five star, um, the five star matches that we've been missing. That's the thing. I mean, it could all be, you know, there might, there might have been bits that were shown, obviously, to the live audience that we didn't get at home because we are sort of told 
afterwards the Cyber Slam they're going to announce to his opponent for Hardcore Heaven's going to be. So, you know, it might have been a bit more in the live crowd that they got, but obviously we heard that. But it was, it was good. And to be fair, you do sort of look back and you did sort of realise right quickly that this guy is a, a megastar. Absolutely. I mean, he is. I mean, not just for them, just in general. Like, he's just... He's over as a as a motherfucker, so it's good. Next up, we get a match of Daddy Dorian and Roadkill taking on the FBI. Um, Guido and Big Sal, apart from Spike Dudley, I can't really remember many Big Sal matches. No, he had a couple before he became Big Sal of the FBI. Um, yeah. he's, he's a giant, therefore. Um, so up until now, he's kind of getting got involved in matches rather than actually wrestled in one, I think. But yeah, fair. But he's, um, yeah, I mean, again, his match is fine. I mean, I, I, you, you kind of almost find it strange that Guido's protected more than sort of Sal in this, yeah. You know, it's obviously but- Sal very well. Guido's the, Guido's the star, Sal's his backup. It's true, but they're also always potential to make Sal something because he's sort of a freak, a bit more unique especially compared to you know the, the the ECW roster. You know, he's a big, big guy, um, tall as well as like. Well, huge. Prime, prime example is um, Mike Awesome. Yeah, looks like an absolute. Fucking beast in um this, and then obviously on WCW he's made to attack Kevin Nash, who just towers over him. Yeah, he's just made to look almost average, really, which just again shows how shit um, WCW work. He's an awful person to debut against. Literally anyone else would have been a better fucking idea than that, but. Yeah, so we get yes. this match. Um, Dorian and Roadkill do pick up the win, end up pinning Big Sal. Uh, it's, it's fine. After the match, the Baldies attack Dorian and Roadkill with chair shots. They're kicking the crap all over the place. So we assume that the Baldies are now feuding with Dorian and Roadkill and no one else. I mean, it's 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 what we wanted. Um, I mean, what we wanted, not what Dorian and Roadkill wanted because they've still not got their, their championship match after winning the number one contenders shot. Yeah, but it's, it's, not, it's not like the person they defeated had about three title shots since then. No, and, and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that uh, uh, the Impact players will be around for a while longer so they can go and, and you know, do a little bit with <laughs> them before looping back round. Exactly. It's going to all work out fine. Everything's um, coming up Millhouse. So they take them super crazy against Kid Cash. Uh, this is a really impressive match. These two are just sort of really showing what they could do. It feels like first time Cash crazy. I think so. Um, yeah, I can't think of one uh, myself that we've seen them before. Um, Cash has been up until now more kind of links to. Um, uh, Nova and Chetty and the Impact players and um, so yeah I, I think that's that's right 
yeah, I mean, you know, it could be wrong. Apologies if if wrong. I it just sort it, of just feels like send us the matches we missed at underscore sports arena on Instagram and Twitter. It's very true. Unless there's loads, in which case they're really bad. Let's send us one. Just you know, you don't have to you don't have to <laughs> you don't have to destroy us with it. You can just politely you know, as, as the internet is famous for doing, just politely point out we might be wrong. Wrestled last week. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's a, it's a fun match to be fair. I mean, crazy's ticking along nice in the background. Obviously it's a shame he's sort of caught in the in the shuffle of this um this sort of T V title. Situation. Oh, he's he's lost in it. He's already, you know, I mean, you can't get a more um, definitive view of a of an interim champion, a, a transitional champion. Um, I have no idea why he was the transitional champion, um, but uh, you know, what, what he's just lost in the shuffle. He is, and I said it is. Um... It is a shame that it sort of fell on him, really, because he was, um, again, you know, potential there to give it a, a go. And he'd be a great person for RVD to round and the other. And but, I mean, I don't understand. If, you, if, you're, if you're looking for someone to not drop it to Rhino and then have a match with Rhino, then you can do that with Tajiri all the way through. You know, he can luck into winning the championship. You know, he was the backup plan and, you know, something happens with Rhino that gets him taken out by the Sandman or whatever else of the, the competition. And, and, you know, Tajiri kind of, you know, is the backup plan who wins and good job, now hand it over. What do you mean you're not going to hand it over? You, yeah. you can do all of that without needing the, the, the pit stop along the way of Super Crazy. Um I don't think it gave him the 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 mega baby face rub they were hoping for. Um and part of that's because uh his his kind of pop went to R V D. Who who got came yeah, out and got involved. Yeah. And then not a bit littled him in the back afterwards, but very much again that sort of let him know. And stuff like this when it was very much over before it started, in a sense. Yes. With him. But it's a shame because, again, this is, it should be, it could have been a nice little flip flop middle run title with loads of them sort of doing bits. But we'll see what happens. Um, so, crazy beats Cash. Louis in the ring, basically, um, pandering to the crowd looking forward to coming here and all and that and then just to set them up to just sort of heel turn on the crowd it was it was fine it was good enough got some heat yeah I mean the only thing that I didn't like about it um, I mean it, it, it's it's your usual regular standard very very obvious you can kind of see what's going I did not need Joey Styles calling out where it was going oh this feels like a setup then shut up Joey don't, yeah, don't say it. Let it go. Let it run. You don't have to be smarter than everyone in the room. It's all right. We know that you work there and therefore probably already know what's going to happen. Yeah. 
so there. Uh, but it was, it was nice enough. It was a nice, it was, it was, you know, they got their stick in. It was a good little heel, got the reaction they wanted, moved off. But it did lead to New Dangerous Alliance versus uh, Chetty and Nova. Um, again, not not an issue with this. Nice little sort of middle town kind of match. It was fine. Yeah, it was it was solid enough. It, you know, nothing special, nothing incredible. Um, yeah, it was all. Yeah, all I mean, Chetty Nova won. Um, makes sense. Their position in the last couple of weeks is they're sort of taking the tag team champions to the limit. So it makes a lot of sense that they're put in a position where obviously they only just sort of lose this one. So again, it's fine. Makes sense. They just win this one even. So yeah. So yep. they win. So it's fine. Um, we then get sort of the return of the Pulp Fiction promos. Yeah. Um, and, and the theme of this one is, you know, stealing the show at Cyberslam. Yeah, I mean, it, it basically kicks off with um, Raven. Yeah. Basically talks about Cyberslam. Um, talks about how he's going to steal the show at Cyberslam. Francine's leaning on him. She kind of very um, smugly agrees that he's going to um, steal the well, show. Yeah, so it's kind of like, and everyone knows who really is going to steal the show. Um, and Francine's kind of pointing to herself. Yeah, and sort of almost like whispers to the camera, like, I'm going to steal the show. And uh, she's yeah. right. I was going to say, she's not wrong. So it's, it's again, and it's a great little yep. looking back kind of hindsight, see the signs kind of thing, which is decent enough. Um, New Jack's there, so he doesn't want a belt because it's just hard to carry around. Um, he's after the Baldies again. What's Angel? Yeah, they're not done. They're not done. You thought we were they're done, done, but they're not they're done. done. But I know he's how he didn't actually name drop Grimes at all. No. Completely, basically, Angel and the Baldies, when before he at least he would mention Grimes and all that, so you could tell that, that there is, you know, a bit of potential of an undercurrent of don't really like him, maybe. Because, um, yeah, he's very much just like, we get you, Angel, and the Baldies kind of thing. So I thought that was quite an interesting little hot take. Um, uh, Baldies, obviously, three feuds going at the moment, because I don't know if they're done with Tommy Dreamer. Um, they've already moved on to um, uh, Doring and Roadkill. Um, yeah. And obviously, you know, the, the Fight Forever chance ring around for um, New Jack. Yeah. <clears throat> so we have the, the, the Dangerous Alliance basically all individually say they're stealing the show. That's fine. Cyrus with Rhino saying that they can steal the show when Tajiri gives them the TV title to the network. That's fine. That's it. Yeah. Then Joey just... Um, talked about the week that was and how awesome from WCW and Taz from WWE are now facing Dreamer and find out who RVD's facing and then Impact players do the usual promo about saying who's going to make an impact. 
So would you like me to run down the card for Cyberslam, which we will be recapping next week, not actually watching the show, but watching the, the, the fallout? Me and everyone listening would love you to go through this card. So this is the Cyberslam 2000 card. Um, we, we are going to begin with two uh, returning ECW alumni, um, two called Scorpio and Masato Tanaka. Oh, nice. Uh, we then are going to have an intergender match with Lance Storm and Dawn Marie versus Nova and Jazz. Um, changing up ever slightly to what we're used to, we've then got a three-way dance with Guido, Super Crazy, and Kid Cash this time. Oh, he's in the hunt now. Um, then we've got a tag match with Doring and Roadkill getting their hands on the new Dangerous Alliance uh, with Electra and Louis Dangerously. Uh, the Baldies have a tag team match with New Jack and his partner, the FMW Emissary, Balls Mahoney. Yeah. Then we've got the match that I think you and I are both looking forward to the most, which is Carino versus Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. Um, and then this is listed as a match, which obviously can't be right because... Uh, it's listed as Tajiri versus Rhino rather than just right, Tajiri handing the belt over to Rhino. Surely not. Just Wikipedia doing Wikipedia things, I'm sure. Yeah, has to be wrong. But um, yeah, I'm starting to remember a lot from this card. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Bring me too. Out. I remember obviously the whole Lance Storm incident and everything that unfolds. I remember a lot. I'm looking forward to this. Um, and then obviously yeah. the, 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 the main event is... Um, uh, Taz versus Tommy Dreamer. And that's obviously the last match on the card. Nothing else happens after that. That's not, nothing that catches off guard that we've got discussed. No, there will be there will be no mm. nothing. No surprises on this card. We're all out of surprises nope. now after last time. Um despite the initial criticism about maybe the Taz awesome thing at the beginning of the show, which wasn't even on the show. Uh, I think it's two solid episodes, really. Um, I, I felt more the first one than the second one. I, I, it felt like there was a star power drop off quite drastically. Yeah. Um, on um, hardcore TV, um, ECW on TNN felt like a packed show, and I think you're absolutely right. I think it's it's you know we know we're going to get a lot of eyes after last week. Um, Let's give them some, something to look at. Um, but yeah, it's it. You know, the amount of former champions on or champions and former champions on one show, and then you know, com- in contrast to the other, um, it did feel um, far more weighted to the Friday night show. Um, but you know, I thought both were 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 solid and were fun in uh, their own ways. Now. Um... Yeah, massively agreed. But there is an important question that needs to be answered. And Jay, what is your match of the week? Um, as much as it's a little bit goofy and a little bit overbooked and a little bit um, stuttery, I really did enjoy the the, the what turned into a six man tag between the network and ECW. Did you know you know, I, I I loved kind of, uh, well, as I said, I loved the Carino stuff in it. Some of it's a little bit 
goofy, like you know Jack Victory giving the Heimlich to to Jiri, who's cro- who's um, choking on the mist, and therefore that's shot out into Carino's face, which I'm sure would have been a great visual if the red mist wasn't landing on and an absolutely red face. Um, but um, no, it was just it was just I, I thought there was lots in there. Um, so um, yeah, I thought that was good. I, I did enjoy far more than I thought I was going to Scotty Anton versus Rhino. I thought that was better than it had any um, right to be. Uh, yeah. And um, as I said, you know, I thought Raven and Mikey Whitbreak were a fun team uh, for a minute. But um, I'm going for the main event of, of ECW on TNN. Yeah, I think it makes sense. I mean, like I said, it's, it's one that came completely out of nowhere. But it was just a real sort of good old school star-studded ECW brawl. I think so. Yeah. It was a lot, a lot of fun. Um, get involved in the conversation at underscore Sports Arena. We will be there. Tag us in your post if you're making any custom figures. Remember an ECW events, find a random picture or just want to point out Kid Cash Super Crazy matches. That is where you shall find us. We'll be back next week with the fallout from Cyber Slam. Let's see what happens. Surely nothing that exciting could happen. It's going to make a massive impact on the future of ECW. I, I think we're, we're absolutely fine in saying that. I think our reputation as ECW journalists in making that prediction remains totally credible. Oh, very clever. Thank you. I thought that was quite clever. Um, but until then, that is a goodbye from me. I shall leave in the capable hands of Jay to do what he does. To say that in the words of the returning five-star match classic giver, Mr. Robert Van Dam, that was the whole fucking show. <laughs> <laughs>